A From Dublin to Cleveland production. Hello and welcome to From Dublin to Cleveland. I am your host, Logan Howard, and this is, of course, my good friend, Brendan Thomas Merritt. How are you today, Brendan? I'm wonderful, thank you. Every day is a good day. Yes, indeed, indeed it is. Um, so, with the holiday being Thanksgiving, um, that we've just gone by, that was Thursday, um, it's not something that's celebrated in Ireland, per se, as it's not really an Irish holiday, um, but I wanted to give a little bit of history of why we celebrate Thanksgiving, and then at the end, um, we'll both say something we're thankful for. Um, so... Thanksgiving is more than just a day. In November 1621, the Pilgrims had their first successful harvest of corn, and Governor William Bradford organized a celebration and feast, inviting the group of the fledging colony's Native American allies, including Wamponga Chief Massoyset. This is typically taught as America's first Thanksgiving. That festival lasted for three days. Although the official menu of the feast is not completely known, it is believed to have been a huge feast that was prepared with traditional Native American spices and cooking methods. However, there was no dessert present as the sugar supply had already dwindled. Think about that. No pie at Thanksgiving. Since then, days of celebration have been enjoyed in many different ways. During the latter half of November, In 1863, amid the Civil War, President Abraham Lincoln officially proclaimed Thanksgiving as a national holiday. But you see, Thanksgiving is more than just a day, just a history thing that we have. Thanksgiving is a lifestyle because in it, we honor this this day of the week in turning our attention towards gratitude and in hopes that it lasts for much longer than a week. We don't want it just for a day or a week or anything like that. Here is a few encouraging, inspiring, interesting thoughts that uh, we've, I have picked up from wise people and research and, um, or just some observations. It's often said that whatever you focus on grows larger. That's true for fears, hopes, dreams, and offenses so, and blessings. So if you focus on those things, they will grow bigger and bigger and more problems in your life if you focus on these things. And gratitude is the same way. If you focus on it closely enough on the good... Sometimes it helps you ignore or almost make the bad not as important because you're so thankful in what's going on in your life or what's going on around you. Um, Gratitude helps shift your perspective so it makes you realize that the glass isn't half empty or half full. And in most cases, it's actually more than 90% full. So if you don't think it is, you might need to focus on more of what you're thankful for. So thinking about what we're thankful for as we go through this whole season. Thankfulness is healthy. People who are continually grateful are generally in better health than those who aren't. Conversely, complaining, you know, the opposite of being thankful, is at least as unhealthy as having a poor diet. The difference in physical symptoms between thankful people and bitter people is very startling. And thankfulness is also a strong antidepressant. Sometimes simply stating your gratitude out loud, even if it's just two or three, if it's just two or things you're grateful for, no matter how small, can change your mood for the rest of the day. It is It helps and helps you focus on what's important and forget about those things that are not real or are worries or fears that haven't come to fruition yet. 
Um, gratitude is a powerful prayer. You get more from God by thanking him than by begging him. You know, the whole, you get more with sugar than you do, um, when you do with anything else. Um, but if you can, if by thanking God, then begging him and thanking him in advance for something he has promised, but is not yet given is a profound statement of faith. And lastly, thankfulness is an act of humility. You're acknowledging that you're dependent, not self-sufficient. And God is drawn to humble hearts. So it's it's a way of realizing that what you're getting and what is coming to you isn't from you, it's from God. And so with that, um, my four or five minute spiel is done. I'm going to ask Brendan, what is he most thankful for as we've gone through this season? Yeah, wow. Um, I have to say, when... Uh... <laughs> 2020 became 2021, and I first signed up for the community group. I never thought that I would meet a brother as great as you, and uh, I know we come very, very close, talk multiple times a week, and uh, yeah, I'm honest to God, grateful for you, Logan, and um, I'm grateful to Jesus, obviously. Um, I know the last couple of years have <laughs> been dastardly for many people and a lot of people have had genuine concerns and fears i know they've a lot of people have lost jobs a lot of people have lost family members and loved ones a lot of people have gotten sick um and i thank god for preserving my health through all this and my family my sanity um and there's been a lot of separating of the wheat from the chaff in my life, whether it was responsibilities or ministries or obligations or certain relationships. Um, I think those which could be shaken have been shaken and fallen away. But those that had God's stamp of approval um, for these days and for what's to come have been strengthened. And even just in, in the most basic of, of things, I thank God that I live in the 21st century, that I've got a house, that I've got a car, that I've got a family, hmm. um, that I've got electricity and running water. You know, the day-to-day -day things are things that we overlook so often. But very few people in previous centuries ever thought that the lives we're living in, that we so often view at discontentment or dissatisfaction, were possible. And even fewer <laughs> thought that we would live these kind of lives and turn our nose up at them and live in perpetual discontentment. Yeah. <laughs> All right, Amen. brother, what do you what are you grateful for? <laughs> um I am grateful for First of all, for yourself, actually. Um your that was something that I prayed for last uh, beginning of last year was having finding more friends. I mean, when you live in 2020, it's mm -hmm. it's hard to meet new people, and it was hard to go out and spend time with people. Mm -hmm. um, and so, this going on the community has been a blessing, and has felt I felt like it's been God working and designing and operating in that situation. And to bring Brendan, who is on the other side mm -hmm. of the Atlantic Ocean, and um, is been a really good friend and encouragement and blessing in my life. And I don't 
uh, I don't know right now how how my life would have gone without having him around for his wisdom and his insight and his um, kindness and care and knowledge that he has that um, without the internet, without this kind of stuff, I would never have known or learned about who he was. And uh, then we would just have met in heaven and, you know, uh, met there, but God, it was gracious to bring him into my life. And I'm uh, very thankful for that. Um, I mean, I go, I can go through the list of other things I can go through um, my family, uh, having a family, especially these, these days when um, you don't, not a lot of people have a complete family, a mom and a dad and siblings and everybody's all um, the same mm-hmm. mindset. Um, I'm thankful for, Fable for friends. Um, one of the cool things about friends is that you can, uh, you don't, they don't have to always be near you or next to you or, um, or right there because you know that they, that somewhere out there, there's someone who has the same mindset and the same philosophy of life that you do. And so you can rest in that knowing that they're out there, um, making and, uh, feeling that mindset out into the world and, teaching and loving people like you know that you would so you don't have to have them right next to you as much as we want our friends right next to us we can rest knowing that there's somebody out there that thinks like you do um so that's the cool thing about friends um but yeah it's it's there there, i could go through everything i mean even from where i'm standing i can or sitting i can see books and i can see games and i can see the things that that's money that can buy and God has been gracious in giving me money and um, friends who give you those books or games. And mm. um, so, yeah, I'm, I'm thankful for all those things and food and all that good stuff. Um, but uh, so, yeah, that that's been our little segment of Thanksgiving. And now, unfortunately you have to listen to me drone on through terrible to, through good Irish names that I will terribly mispronounce. So <laughs> Brendan, I'll turn it over to you. <laughs> Awesome sauce. So guys, in our last video, I quizzed Logan on 10 ladies Irish names. You might remember, he did <laughs> poorly, to put it politely. <laughs> Let's see if he does any better today with men's names. Alright, so here's the first one. It translates <laughs> in English as little deer. But what is it in Irish? Oisin. Oisin. <laughs> you Americans obviously oisin. <laughs> if it does not have the accent, which you call a fava, it's pronounced Ushin. And if it does have the accent, it's pronounced Oshin. <laughs> so the S I N is Sheen. Oshin or Oshin. Ocean or ocean? <laughs> All right, what about the second one? Meaning um, ancient or enduring? Ancient. Well, it looks like cyan, like the color that you get in your printer. Um, so, but I don't think it's cyan. <laughs> um, I'm just going to say it's <laughs> it's Ian. <laughs> That's actually pretty darn close. It's Q. 
Kian. 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 Mm. Yeah, good. Because we don't have K's in Irish. So we depend on the letter C to make sounds. Okay. Okay. Alright, look at the third one. It can mean fruitful, fertile, dark oak, or oak tree. But how is it pronounced? Okay, so it's spelled D-A-R-R-A-G-H. And that immediately makes me think of like a derringer or some sort of weapon is what it makes me think of. Um, so <laughs> uh, I feel like it's Darga, uh, dar dar Darg. It is neither Darga nor Darg. <laughs> it's pronounced Dara. Dara. You don't Dara. pronounce G-H's as G sounds in Irish. Dara. Okay. Dara. All right. All right. The next one means fair-headed, white, clear, handsome, or even small blonde soldier. Okay, I'm gonna say Finn. It's it says Fion, but I think it's Finn. <laughs> Finn is actually the anglicized version of it. So well done for making the connection. Uh, we pronounce it Fion. So you Fion. I think you pronounce it Fion. So close enough. Yeah, Fion. Um, but in English, yeah, it's Finn. So, for instance, in Irish, we have a name Fionnbara, which in English is pronounced Finbar, which is Blonde Barry. So my brother's called mm. Barry. So in Irish, it's Barra, but it comes from a Fionnbara, so Blonde Barry. Okay. Okay. Interesting. Um, what about the next one? It's very monarchical. It means little king. Kingly. Um, this one, I want to say it's like Ryan, but I don't think that's the. It, it is in English. That's in English. Is that the English version of it? Um, Rianne. Yeah. Okay. You're improving. It is Rianne. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You're learning how to uh, pronounce your eyes in Irish. <laughs> this is progress. This is good. <laughs> Alright, the next one is young. <laughs> but how is it pronounced? E-O-I-N. Um, I feel like I, wa I want to say Ian. Ian, like in, but with an E in front. <laughs> <laughs> you may want to say Ian, but it's the wrong one. It's Owen. Owen. Owen? What? <laughs> so for you guys, it would be O-W-E-N. Yes. We can spell it E-O-I-N or E-O-G-H-A-N. So we, we recognize three spellings. But when it begins with an E, it's Irish. All right, the next one is beautiful. It means poet, 
or bards. And I do not expect you in a million years to get this one. Okay, yeah, I don't expect to either, because what my pronunciation is not going to be beautiful Yay, or a poet or anything. Um, <laughs> I feel like I want to say uh, Tave is what I want to say, so I'm going to say Tave. Tave. I don't know how you can buy poison. <laughs> I know it looks like Tadhuga, but it's actually pronounced Taig. 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 Okay. As in, like, you know, Tiger. Alright, the next one. It means strong in battle. Cathal? Cathal? Swap your pronunciation of A's. So call? Cahal. 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 Okay. So the first A sounds like an O, and the second A sounds like an I. Cahal. Cahal. I see. Okay. Yeah, well done in recognizing the TH was a H. You're becoming a pro. <laughs> All right, the last one. That's just me playing mind games with you. I don't expect to get this one. <laughs> it's not the last one. There's two more. Three more. It is, yeah. So, little pale green one. Little pale green one. Little pale green one. Uh, oh, man. That, ugh. Um, Adoran? Oh, Overin? Did you just say ugh to my culture? <laughs> Orin. 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 I don't say ugh to your culture. <laughs> Typical Americans thinking you're superior to everyone else. <laughs> That us Europeans, you would be nothing. <laughs> All right, the second last one means swiftness or nimbleness. But how is it pronounced? The thigh. The thigh. <laughs> um, you got the first half right. But when you have an I father, it's pronounced E. Dahi. Dahi. Dive. Okay. And it means dive. David. Dive. <laughs> like a dive bar. <laughs> dive. So Dahi. Dahi. So it's David in English. Okay. Yeah, it's okay. just like your, your success with these. Yep. <laughs> and the last one means prince another monarchical one so this is this is literally brendan's name but it's in it's in gaelic slash irish it is i don't know that i'm gonna get this right um isn't it uh, i actually gave you the phonetic pronunciation months ago 
You did, and I feel like I remember the first half of it, but I don't know that how it finishes. That is not the pronunciation I gave you? I think it's Bren, Brendat, Bri, Bre, <laughs> well, Brigand? Think... <laughs> okay, well, if, if you think the first syllable was Breen, you don't remember the first half. <laughs> Brandon. 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 Like Rondon, but Brandon. <laughs> it's... It's actually <laughs> think of let's say Joe Biden, you know, let's go Brandon. <laughs> it's actually similar, more similar to Brandon than Brendan. It's closer to the American Brandon. pronunciation than the Irish pronunciation. So in Ireland, it's Bren. In the US, it's Bran. But in both, the second syllable is Din. But in Irish, the A Faba makes it Dawn. So it's Brandon. Brandon. Okay. Okay. So, all in all, you did marginally better than you did last week. So well done. But uh, to harken back to our first episode, <laughs> you still need to work on pronouncing my name. <laughs> and my name means Prince. So when I say that, it's like a legal, a legal edict or decree. <laughs> All right, bye, you. Pretty much, yep. About as close as you can get to it, eh? <laughs> Currently. <laughs> Born American. <laughs> All right, well, let us get into our passage of scripture today. Um, and so, what I want you, if you're listening along with us, I want you to turn to 2 Kings chapter 4. And I'm going to read verses 38 through 41. Um, and the title of this story is Elisha Purifies the Pot of Stew. Um, and that is, that's the title of it. As Brent did laughing in the background. Um, so let's read, let's read the story together. And it, so in verse 38, it says, And Elisha returned to Gilgal, and there was a famine in the land. Now the sons of the prophets were sitting before him, and he said to his servants, Put on the large pot and boil stew for the sons of the prophets. So one went out into the fields to gather herbs and found a wild vine and gathered uh, from it the lapful of wild gourds and came and sliced them into the pots of stew, though they did not know what they were. Then they served it to the men to eat. Now it happened as they were eating the stew that they cried out and said, Men of God, there is death in the pot! And they could not eat it. So he said, then bring some flour and he put it into the pot and said serve it to the people that they may eat and there was nothing harmful in the pot so brendan what would what encouragement and good words would you like to share with us today <laughs> i love this story it's one of my favorites in the old testament i love all the old testament but this is this one has a special place in my heart it really, really does <laughs> you know what i think but just like they were living in days of famine, we're living in days of famine. Where there's a famine of hope, a famine of sanity, a famine of love, a famine of respect. And here we've got the people of God and decides to help each other out. To feed each other. Physically, just as, you know, through this podcast, we help feed people spiritually. And people do it in all manners of different ways. Um... And then some, one of Jesus' little helpers comes along 
<laughs> and he ends up poisoning everybody with gourds. I don't even know what a gourd is. All I know is they scream death in the posh, undoubtedly in the accents when she said it. <laughs> and everyone got ticked off at him. But the sad thing is, he probably thought that he was doing everyone a favor, helping people out. And all of a sudden, they're, you know, death in the posh, death in the posh. And all that they needed was for Elisha to come along with a handful of flour and to say, there's some hope. There's some peace. There's some joy. There's some context. There's some revelation. And there is a Bible verse. There is a word of encouragement. There is a pat on the head. And as the body of Christ, when we see people do something we don't like, or we hear people say to some or we hear someone teach something, and God loved them, it's a word at a season, it's not quite right. Or the operation the gift that we hadn't necessarily thought was appropriate for today. Um, or they share something from the Bible that our pastors haven't taught us, so therefore we instinctively assume it's false. Sometimes we just have to rest a little bit. And instead of screaming, there's death in the pot, and clicking the unlike button, and making our memes, telling everyone who's a false prophet, who's a false teacher, and who's blah, blah, blah. Sometimes you just have to say, stop. Here's your handful of flour. And if there's an error, make it right. Add some clarity. Add some context. Add some grace. Instead of running around like headless chickens, screaming, there's death in the pot. There's death in the pot. These men were prophets. Okay, although the land was going through a famine, God had undoubtedly told these people that they were going to live to see tomorrow. Um, but all of a sudden, they're speaking death over themselves just because they didn't like what one person did. It's crazy, but we see it happening so often nowadays. And we need to be less reactionary and be more fruit of Holy Spirit oriented. How can we actually improve situations rather than fight each other? Because God's will that his kids live together in harmony. So I love that story. It's it's, it's fabulous. Um, what did you take from it? <laughs> um, well, the first thing I think of is I think of um, all those guys who are like naturalist people who like your goal is to you need to like rub it on your skin or, you know, test things like first of all, it's just a simple wisdom thing, which is hmm. if you don't know what it is, maybe you shouldn't eat yep. it. You know, if it's not, if it's not like, if it doesn't look edible or if you're just not sure what it is, don't eat it. Don't cut it up and try and feed it to somebody else. Okay. Um, it's one thing if you do it, you know, if you ate something that you, should, you weren't sure what it was, that's on you. Hmm. But to kill everyone else, I don't know if that's the best idea. Um it's just a funny, it's a funny reaction that they, they have. Um, I mean, I, I just saying is death in the pot is just funny, but to get back to the point at hand, I mean, um, the, the cool thing is it, this flower, it wasn't the flower that fixed this issue. It wasn't like he just put flour in and now all of a sudden something poisonous is no longer mm, poisonous. Sure. Um, this was a miracle that God did to mm. show his concern for his people. Um, he shows that yeah. he didn't want them to die. Amen. Like if you want him to die, he would have had them all die from the poisonous stew. But he, he graciously, when Elisha put flour in it, 
fix the the situation so that it would be good food. And again, I mean, I guess I can't fault him too much when you're in a famine that if you see a gourd, you're like, mm, that gourd looks pretty good. Might need to try it. Um, <laughs> but this was God's like preservance of his people. Um, and you see that throughout the whole Bible. You see God preserving Israel, mm. preserving his people and taking care of them when they really were in bad situations. Um, whether that's by their creation or by God's placing yeah. them in those situations, he mm. is the sovereign God who takes care of them and helps them when they need help and moves them through and protects them. Um, and he's still that today. Yeah. He's still our sovereign protector. He's still our uh, Lord and Savior. And so whether we put ourselves in situations that we shouldn't be in, maybe we're living in some sin that we shouldn't be in, or maybe we're um, – we're just in a really bad situation with people that we've chosen to be in our lives. Um, whether we've chosen that or God has sovereignly put those people in our lives for a purpose and a reason mm -hmm. and the situation that seems bad for a reason, he will sovereignly protect us and take care of us and help us through it. So help us. Let's, uh, let's try to remember that um, as the Bible verse says, God takes care of us. How much more are we than um, a, li a lily of the field that he clothes? He can clothe us, he can feed us, he can take care of us, um, and we don't have to feel like we have to provide right. for ourselves or take care of ourselves because he does it. He always has, he always will, um, and uh, we're so thankful for that. So as we uh, we close up today, um, we have a new way of reaching us on email. Um, to get into hold of us now, you can send an email to from Dublin to Cleveland at gmail.com. Um, and you can send send us anything you like. You can send us some um, some of your thoughts on you know something you're thankful for. That'd be really awesome. We'd love to hear some things you're thankful for. Um, if you'd like to be on the podcast one day, we're always looking for more guests and people that can come on and either share testimonies or play some games with us or um, all in all just have good fellowship. So please send in that, and we will schedule you and put you on the list. Um, uh, and we hope you're all having a wonderful, a wonderful weekend over Thanksgiving. Um, as we get ready for the, the reason of the season, which is Jesus's birth. That is the next holiday on our, on our, uh, calendars. Um, so, uh, Brendan, anything you'd like to add or anything you'd like to close us out with? Sure. Yeah. Um, in all things, guys, I'm just thinking of First Thessalonians 5, 16 to 18. Pray without ceasing. You know, without ceasing means pray like you've got a hacking cough. <laughs> and you just can't hold it in. And like Logan said, thank God before he even answers your prayer. Um, because he's good and he will not withhold any good thing. Um, he is true. He's faithful. In Jesus' name, there's yes and amen. So bring amen. all your petitions to him faithfully. Keep thanking him. And uh, I never give up. Invite God to use you in his, in his will and in his great plan. And be thankful in the small days of small beginnings. Be thankful in the big days of expansion. We take them to wide open spaces. And all things, just know that he's put you there. 
He's good. He's absolutely good. And he's working all things together for your good. Because you love him and he loves you. And he's called according to his purpose for such a time as this. All right. Thank you so much for uh, for listening. And I hope you have a great day today. Um, goodbye. Amen. Bye, friends.